Welcome to the Burden and Blessing Podcast, a study and discussion forum on the truth of God's Word. Our summary verses of the books of the Bible introduce us to the theme of each book of the Old and New Testament scriptures so that we might have a deeper appreciation and understanding of God's Word of Truth. We pray that these brief studies will enable you to get more out of your daily reading and hearing of God's Holy Word. Welcome back to Burn and Blessing Podcast. We continue on with our really enjoyable 66 summary verses of the Bible. I've really enjoyed going through this with you, Nathaniel. And as we continue to make our way through the New Testament in chronological order, we're coming today to the, the wonderfully thick, what I like to call the stake of the New Testament, the epistle of the Romans. Nathaniel, what is our verse for today, our summary verse? It's a big book, so it has 16 chapters. We're taking one from the center part of it. It is from Romans chapter 5, verse 8, and I'll be reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. There Paul writes, But God proves his own love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Neil, the book of Romans is, of all of the letters that Paul wrote, the most dogmatic of all of them. It's more, it's the most like a textbook, but it is a beautiful delineation of Christian doctrine. So you and I, when we were in seminary, we had a class or several classes on dogmatics, which is simply just going through and, and studying in a, in a very systematic way, the teachings of Christianity. And that's what Paul does throughout this beautiful book. Now, the center part, the heart of all of this is the doctrine of justification. And he's going to develop his thought and his thinking process throughout the entire book of Romans. We're going to talk about original sin and the fall into sin and what sin means. So that becomes a pretty important part of the book of Romans. And you'll notice that that comes out in our summary verse. God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. There's this mentality in, in many forms of Christianity and especially in the heathen nations and, and religions of the world that we are able to fix our problem of sin on our own. But here, the Apostle Paul describes the problem of, of sin that we have, or that we all have. He says, there's none righteous, no, not one. He solves this problem of sin that is ours by describing not only the problem that we have, but also the solution. And that solution does not come from ourselves. God proves, in the New King James, it was demonstrates. God proves his own love for us. How does he prove it? By demonstrating love to us when we didn't deserve us, when we were still sinners. He doesn't wait for you or for me to become worthy of his love. If he were to sit around and wait for us to become worthy of his love, he would never show that love because we would never be worthy. But God demonstrates love, his love toward us in giving his son into death for us while we were unworthy of his love. And so this verse is a beautiful synopsis of everything that Paul writes in the book of Romans, describing both the problem of our sin, we were still sinners, but while we were still sinners, what does God do? He demonstrates his love, his mercy, his grace to people who did not deserve it by sending his son into the world to make the payment for it. Beautiful verse, wonderful book. 
totally agree. I, you described that so well. It's, it's all about that grace, that justification, like you mentioned. I want to take it one step beyond into a little bit of the abstract, but it, what I love about the word of God is that it gives us insight into the mind of God, not just his characteristics, like you mentioned about his love, his mercy, his grace, but then why he does what he does. And so what I want to just take a second to describe, I always use this verse when I describe, or I try to answer those really tough questions. The, the primary one I normally get when we talk about the garden of Eden, God's creation, we think of, well, God is omniscient. So why would he put that tree of knowledge of good and evil knowing that Adam and Eve would sin in the garden. Why would he do that if he knew that the world would fall, if he knew that the world would be filled with all this sin, all this death, and make us question God's love altogether? And I, the two ways I respond to that is, number one, we don't know. But number two, this one verse, which I, why I'm so glad it's the summary verse of Romans, because like you said, it beautifully lays out all of God's plan of justification, is it ultimately gives us an insight into the mind of God. And what is that insight? Is that God fully knowing that we would mess up, fully knowing that, we would dis that Adam and Eve would disregard, rebel, and totally go against his one commandment to not eat from that one tree, and thereby showing him that they love him displaying that love and obedience and, and service to their creator, God and heavenly father. He knew that was going to happen. And he already knew before he made the promise to Adam and Eve, what he planned to do, which is why we can see in the garden, he doesn't yell at Adam and Eve. He doesn't get upset. He doesn't smite them on the spot. There's consequences for their actions, but he already has the promise in mind. He already has the promise of the savior. And so this one verse is one of my favorite verses of the Bible because it ultimately gives us this incredible insight as to why. Why would God do that? And the answer is because, like you said, even when he was his enemies, God wanted to display, prove, demonstrate. I love the way you brought up that translation, what he was willing to do from us since before time began, before the worlds were created, to demonstrate to his children, to his people, to his creatures, how much he was willing to sacrifice to show his love for them incredible verse so theological deep and what a wonderful blessing it is to see the depths of god's love through christ jesus demonstrated for us on the cross demonstrated in taking on our punishment demonstrated in proving to us how much we mean to him it's incredible absolutely uh the hymn that i'm going to use this is one of my favorites neil i'm probably going to die before you so make sure that they sing this one at my funeral <laughs> i'll count on it <laughs> This, it describes exactly what you were just talking about, the, the depths and the heights of the love of God revealed to us in the person of Christ. So we, we pray. Chief of sinners, though I be, Jesus shed his blood for me, died that I might live on high, lived that I might never die. As the branch is to the vine, I am his and he is mine. Oh, the height of Jesus' love, higher than the heavens above, Deeper than the depths of sea, lasting as eternity. Love that found me, wondrous thought, found me when I sought him not. Jesus only can impart balm to heal the smitten heart. Peace that flows from sin forgiven. Joy that lifts the soul to heaven. Faith and hope to walk with God in the way that Enoch trod. Chief of sinners, though I be, Christ is all in all to me. 
All my wants to him are known. All my sorrows are his own. Safe with him from earthly strife, he sustains the hidden life. O my Savior, help afford by thy spirit and thy word. When my wayward heart would stray, keep me in the narrow way. Grace in time of need supply while I live and when I die. Amen. We invite you to listen for new books each week on Burden and Blessing Podcast, where we believe and confess that every word of God is true. We pray that you will be assured that God's word is pure and is more precious than gold.